All right, technical difficulties are through the roof at this point, but we are back. Another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics absolutely demolished the Toronto Raptors. Final score, 121-102, and this was a game that was absolutely run by the role players. This was a fun one to watch through and through. I'm going to follow today's podcast a little bit different. There are really no negatives to take about this game besides the fact that the Celtics turned the ball over a bunch. Uh, we're going to skip right past that. Just talked about it there. Uh, so we are going to talk about player of the game. We'll talk about all the highs. Uh, and really we'll talk about where the Eastern Conference has shaped up because the standings are officially set. Uh, I do want to talk about Jalen Brown in this one as well because he is injured and we're going to talk about it all. Uh, but to get things started off here, got to give player of the game to Sam Hauser. This was a career game. Best game he has played in the NBA. 26 points, five rebounds, two assists on super efficient shooting numbers. 10 of 16 from the field, six of 12 from three. Obviously, the Celtics know what they have in this kid as far as three-point shooting goes. Very good, been very efficient pretty much all season long. Uh, in the 40% range tonight, six of 12 from three. However, the part that jumped out the most to me was his off ball movement in this one on backdoor cuts in general. He had three like thunderous dunks looked so good out there defensively solid offensively moving everywhere, finding open spots for shots, but he was also finding guys for open shots after he dove in. Uh, so really overall, a complete game from Sam Hauser. Best I've seen in a long, long time. Probably, again, his NBA career. Really solid game from him. Uh, and then you've got Peyton Pritchard, our other little white guy, that went out there and first game back in a long time after being injured, he came out 22 points, four rebounds, five for Peyton Pritchard. Again, Sam Hauser, very efficient shooting numbers. 9 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. This is Peyton Pritchard's favorite matchup. Give him a matchup against Van Vliet, and he is going to torch him. Uh, this was another really solid performance from him. This is a game, obviously, no Marcus Smart, no Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Jalen Brown, who we'll talk about at the end of this, uh, didn't play either. So you've got a lot of minutes opening up for guys like Pritchard, for guys like you know Muscala, you know we saw Derek White play 28 minutes in this, uh, but really all of these starters, you know Jason Tatum didn't play at all in the third quarter. Derek White played the majority of the third quarter. Uh, Al Horford, same thing. Robert Williams, same thing. They didn't play at all in the fourth. So that entire 12 minute span was just Pritchard getting to do whatever he wanted, and it showed in this one. Peyton Pritchard had. 11 points at half and after the third for that matter and ended the night added another 11 in the fourth quarter ended the night with 22. Uh, so really solid game from both Sam Hauser and Peyton Pritchard in this one. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's a fun game to watch if you're a Celtics fan, right? Cause these are the guys that you cheer for. You'll love good team players, good energy guys, uh, but they haven't really gotten a huge shot this year. They came out and battled tonight, and it was a hell of a game to watch from both of them. Uh, 
Now in the first half, Jason Tatum did play. Uh, and this was one of the best games that I've seen from him in a long time. 21 points, three rebounds, four assists. And the shooting numbers were incredible. Seven of 12 from the field, 0 of five from three. Take take that as is, right? Take out those five three-pointers three that he missed. He was seven of seven from two. And three of them were and ones that he hit. This guy was super aggressive. This was the best shot selection game we have seen from Jason Tatum in a very long time. Very long time. Absolutely loved how aggressive he was. This was a big night for Jason Tatum. Uh, it was the release of his new Tatum ones, the zoo prints. Uh, so they are officially open to the public. So he had a big launch party, gave shoes to everyone within the Celtics organization for the most part. And he came off and put on a clinic in that first half. He did all of that, 21 points, three rounds, four assists in 20 minutes. And again, it's not just the fact that he is scoring, but he was making the right plays. Offensively, he looked great. Defensively, he looked engaged. You got you to think this is obviously a game where the Celtics came out, scored 120 points. Offensively, great, right? We held the Raptors to 102. And honestly, if it wasn't for a really tough third quarter, it would have been under 100. Gave up 33 points in the third. Right, but we gave up 16 in the first, 24 in the second. Right, like these are really, really good defensive quarters for the Celtics. A lot of it stemmed from your main guys. Robert Williams looked great. Jason Tatum looked great. Robert Williams, great. Right, all of these guys stepped up, played a great, complete game. And it started early because, again, that third quarter, we didn't see any Tatum. Uh, fourth quarter didn't really we didn't see any starters outside of you know Sam Hauser if you want to put him quote unquote starter he did tonight uh, but really solid game overall you know and then you've got Derek White who you know the shooting numbers aren't really there it's not off the charts I put decent amount of money on him getting over 13 and a half points in this one because of the fact that Jalen Brown Malcolm Brogdon and Marcus Smart were not playing. I figured this is a no-brainer. Let's go all for it. And he ended up with 12. However, 10 assists, 6 rebounds. He was efficient. 4 of 7 from the field, 4 of 5 from the free throw line. He was getting everybody involved. Absolutely everyone involved. Struggled with the turnovers today. So did pretty much everyone else on the team. Every single starter had at least one. Al Horford was the only one with only one. Uh, but you've got, you know, Jason Tatum, three, Sam Hauser, three, uh, Time Lord, two, right? So everyone had turnovers. Derek White certainly struggled with it. Toronto, to their credit, it's one of the things they do really well with. However, they didn't capitalize on it. Why? Because the defense, the transition defense was excellent in this one. Uh, and it starts with guys like Derek White who are constantly sprinting their ass back and making sure they're stopping anything at the rim. Uh, so give a lot of these guys credit in this one. Derek White, again, the shooting numbers aren't really there, but he was moving the ball really well, finding a lot of guys for wide-open shots tonight. Uh, there's a reason the Celtics shot you know, 55% from the field, and it's because Derek White was setting a lot of them up. Uh, so really solid game from him again. Uh, but it just it goes throughout the starting lineup here. Al Horford, solid. 
Uh, Robert Williams, one of the better games that we've seen too. He looked fantastic in this one, played 25 minutes. So kept the minutes a little bit higher, uh, trying to work back his stamina, get his conditioning back up to, you know, par, uh, but eight points, nine rebounds, two assists, two steals, three blocks, right? This is Robert Williams in his bouncy self being back. He looked really, really good in this one straight from the tip. Won the tip, won the opening tip of the night and came out and was blocking everything. Had two blocks in the first couple of minutes and was just doing a really good job defensively, offensively. We saw him with a little shimmy shake hook shot uh, or fade away down on the block. So actually showing us a little bit of post game tonight as well. Uh, the passing was off the charts as well from him. Only two assists, uh, but a couple dimes. Those two assists were dimes. Uh, so Robert Williams, again, solid. You look in the entire starting lineup, Tatum, Hauser, Horford, Time Lord, Derek White, every single one of them, great game. Then you move to the bench, right? Peyton Pritchard, talked about him, killed it tonight. Muscala, 22 minutes. I thought this was an excellent game from him. Uh, 11 points, seven rebounds, added in an assist, four of eight from the field. Looked good out there. And it wasn't just threes. The threes was actually struggling today. He was only one of five from three. However, he was working it inside. Had a couple nice hook shots. Had a couple nice backdoor cuts, easy layups, right? Muscala was playing within the offense. And defensively, I thought he looked really good. Really good. Uh, but through and through, you've got Blake Griffin, another big energy night for Blake. Three points, five assists, three rebounds, one of them being offensive. Uh, but this is a guy like forcing a forcing a foul on Precious down low because he got good position on him. Ran the point during uh, transition and got Derek White for a transition layup, right? Blake Griffin's just making a lot of the right plays. Had a nice dive on the floor for a steal. Uh, and then right after that steal, Offensive rebound behind the back pass to Peyton Pritchard for a corner three. So again, making all of these hustle plays over and over and working his way into the hearts of Boston fans, right? We talk about Tommy points all the time, whether it be this podcast or on the broadcast itself. Tommy Heinsohn, obviously a huge figure in Boston Celtics history, in Boston Celtics recent history as well. Uh, He's making all of the right plays. Eddie House called it tonight, right? There were three Tommy points that you could have given to Blake Griffin simply based off of hustle, energy plays. The guy looks good. He looks good. I'll admit I was a little skeptical when they signed him. Love the name. He's a funny guy, good locker room guy from everything I've heard, right? I didn't think he had too much to offer, especially after the Celtics cooked him in the playoffs last year. Uh, but he is pleasantly surprised me this year. Very happy with what he's been able to do. And a lot of it, it's not necessarily skill anymore. It's hustle points. And you absolutely love to see it. Uh, but overall, you know, you look, you've got really solid individual performances throughout. Uh, but as a whole, this team played a really good brand of basketball on both sides of the end on the, on both sides of the ball, 37 assists tonight on 45 makes 37 assists. I don't understand. Like that number is astronomically high. 
Like you talk about a team that is absolutely connected to one each other, one another and making the right plays over and over on the offensive end. This isn't ISO. There's no ISO going on in this game. You know, even the couple of plays that Jason Tatum went off and got buckets, they were off the dribble because he got, he had a nice backdoor cut and he got it from someone else, probably Derek White for most of them. Right. So you've got a bunch of guys creating opportunities for others. This is the way that the Celtics ran their offense in the beginning of the year. 37 assists is far more than what we were seeing at the beginning of the year. I'm not going to say that that's sustainable, but the way that they played is as good as it gets on an offensive end. When you're getting, you know, 37 assists on 45 makes, that means there's only eight baskets in the entire game that weren't assisted, which is mind-blowing to think of. So really solid overall game from them on the offensive end, but defensively, I think it was just as impressive. You know, this is, again, winning the margins. Joe Mazzula talks about it all the time. Rebounding, we absolutely smoked them, 53-35 to in this one. 13 offensive rebounds we had. 37 assists to their 21. Like we had seven blocks to there too. Like we did a really good job of making sure on the defensive end, we were getting back. We weren't giving up a ton in transition. Uh, we were also making sure that even off of all of the turnovers that we had, we weren't letting them score on every single one of them. We were forcing them to hit tough shots and it didn't really work. You know, they shot 43% from the field. They shot 29% from three. Better than last game when we played them. But really, the Celtics through and through, really solid overall game plan in this one. Uh, and love to see it from them. There's really no negatives to take from today's game. Obviously, turnovers, a big issue. We had 21 in this game. Uh, one of them was the shot clock violation at the very end. So really 20, but doesn't really make it much better. Uh, and then they scored 21 points off of that. Again, one of those was technically because of the shot clock violation at the end. So be it, right? Not really not really reading into that too much. Uh, but overall, great game. Now, I want to talk about where the Eastern Conference standings lie at this point and also talk about Jalen Brown because we've got a little injury update and it's a little less than encouraging. Uh, before we dive into all of that, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. 
Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimmis with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so let's talk Jalen Brown. So he was watering his plants, and a glass vase fell, broke, shattered, and he picked it up, cut himself, got five stitches. So he actually missed today's game because he was hurt. This was not, he showed up, he had it covered uh, and it doesn't look good. He expects to be back by the start of the playoffs. So he's going to be out on Sunday's game in Atlanta on Easter, uh, but he's expected to be back by the start of the playoffs. Now, I don't think it's going to be super serious. He doesn't think it's going to be super serious. However, you can't really talk about it and not say it's at least a semi-issue, right? Do I think that it's going to prevent him from coming out here and still putting up 25 points a game in the playoffs? No, I don't. Still think he's going to do it. But you got you to gotta wonder if it's going to affect some of the efficiency, right? Because he is as efficient as it gets on this team, at least from you know scoring the right way. Right, We talk all the time about him getting to the rim and him forcing the issue at the rim, not settling for jump shots, not settling for threes. I wonder if that changes a little bit with the hand injury. Uh, hopefully not. Again, fingers crossed, not an issue. We move past it. We got to bring it up here. Uh, so that is the injury update, Jalen Brown. Hopefully uh, he hires a gardener. For the rest of the playoffs, none of this ever happens again because I don't want to talk about it with one game remaining in the regular season. One game. So hopefully uh, it gets it gets figured out. Hopefully it gets figured out. He's got a little bit of time here, obviously. And, you know, playing against the, uh, the playing team here might not be that big of an issue either. So seeding is basically locked. Uh, so we've got... I mean, obviously, one through eight is locked. The only thing that we're kind of curious about at this point is who we're going to play between the play-in winners. Now, that starts on the 14th or the 15th, the play-in games. So we've got a little bit of time, which is good because Jalen Brown obviously needs some time to to play here. Uh, But you've got seven and eight. It's going to be Miami or Atlanta. That is who the Celtics are going to be facing off against. Whoever wins that battle of Miami and Atlanta will be the team that we have to play in the playoffs. So, again, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters at this point. The Heat aren't as good as they were last year. Atlanta are complete frauds. uh, But you can't really be worried about a first-round matchup. If you have hopes for bigger things, and the Celtics do, championship aspirations, right? You're not worried about a first round matchup. You can't be, you got to go in laser focused and make sure that you're on the top of your game. This is where the Celtics can get right. And I don't like talking about the Celtics getting right in the playoffs, but honestly, we don't really have any continuity with the starting lineup unless, you know, they continue rolling with time Lord off the bench. Obviously, you know, the lineup that we've had pretty much all season long has been Smart, White, JB, T, 
Tatum, Horford, right? It's been that single big, uh, smaller lineup with Jason Tatum at the four. If we roll with that, sure, there's continuity there. If, for whatever reason, again, I don't think this is going to happen, but if, for whatever reason, Joe Mazzulla opts to go for that double big, get Time Lord into the starting lineup, then you got to start building continuity up with that with those guys. Either way, even if it's not a starting lineup that you roll with, you still want to see him get some time. Let's be honest, Robert Williams hasn't played a lot this year. But you can see in games like this, in every other game he's played, he is an absolute game changer for this Celtics team. Everything about him, everything he does on both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive, he takes the Celtics to another level. So you've got to roll him into some of these lineups and get him acclimated to playing with all these guys. Obviously, he's played with them last year. He knows not much has changed, uh, but you're also adding in guys like Malcolm Brogdon. You're bringing in guys, obviously, I know Derek White played with them last year. He's playing at a completely different level this year. So it's different. He needs to get acclimated to these guys, get his wind under him. Uh, So that to me, obviously, you know, looking at Miami and Atlanta, I would rather play Atlanta, but I don't think it matters. Don't think it matters. Celtics are going to go in. Miami might be a little bit tougher, uh, but honestly, from a from a scoring perspective, Miami Miami is the only team in the play-in game or playoffs that have a negative scoring differential on the season, on the entire season. That's a huge sample size, right? They're the only team in that picture, so it's not it's not a team to be super scared about. It's not. It's not the same team. Are they tough, physical? Yes. They'll grind it out on the defensive end. They'll hold teams to lower scoring totals. But so will the Celtics. So be it. All right. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Fun game for the Celtics. We saw Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, a bunch of role players go off. Uh, it was a fun one if you're a Celtics fan here, uh, which assuming you are listening to this podcast. But Uh, That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And as always, if you haven't done so already, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk on Easter Sunday, final game of the regular season. Let's go.